Hi, I'm Chris Strub from TeamStrub.com, and you are listening to the Social Media Talks podcast with Alan Hennessy from CompassMedia.ie. Welcome to Social Media Talks podcasts, brought to you by CompassMedia.ie. Hello, and thank you for joining me. This is the Social Media Talks podcast, brought to you by CompassMedia.ie. Episode number 55. And the Social Media Talks podcast is sponsored by Content Cal, saving you time and creating better social media content. Join thousands of businesses and agencies using Content Cal to build an effective social media presence. No more stress, just awesome content. For more details, visit contentcal.io today. Beautifully simple social media software. And the Social Media Talks podcast is proudly supported by CharityRadio.ie, one of Ireland's leading online radio stations, supporting charities right across Ireland for free. I'm your host, Alan Hennessy, and this is the podcast to help business owners who want to learn more about social media marketing. And if you'd like to listen to any of our previous podcasts, you can log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash podcasts. You can also join our Facebook group by logging on to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash social media talks. And when you do join the group, you will find a huge amount of bonus material, live interviews, and so many, many other great pieces of content that you can use for your social media marketing. And we're looking forward to today's show. Today I'm going to be joined by Chris Strub. And Chris is the leading voice in the millennium social good space. In 2017, Chris visited the Salvation locations in 25 states in 38 days, along a 62,000 mile hashtag fight for the good tour, raising thousands of dollars as a national red kettle ambassador. Chris is also the author of 50 States in 100 Days, the book about his solo social media powered adventures to volunteer with youth related organizations in 50 states in 2015. Chris has also worked with Big Brothers and Big Sisters of America and live streaming app Live Me as a creator of live streaming for non-profits course as well. And today we're going to be talking to Chris all about his book, 50 States in 100 Days. And we're also going to be talking about live streaming and how it can be very beneficial for your business and for non-profits as well. So without further ado, I think we will transition straight over to the interview with Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you today? Thanks for joining us today on the Social Media Talks podcast. It's a pleasure to have your company. We finally get to talk. How are you? Oh, good morning. Lovely Tuesday morning here. We're just talking about the uh, the cloudy day outside here in New York. 
it's like a sunny day in Ireland. So it's a it's a beautiful day all around. <laughs> yes, it's our mid. It's a, it would be our summer's day, as they say. <laughs> so yeah, it's it. uh, it's brilliant. It's re- really great to have you on the program. I've been dying to have you on the podcast. And um, today we're going to be talking a lot about uh, social media. We're going to be talking all about uh, as well your fifty states in hundred days. The book. Um, I'm looking forward to finding all about that. It's 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 just fascinating what you did and. Oh, of course, so we'd be talking about Instagram stories and the relationship and all that between social media and what you did as well. But I think for anyone who doesn't know you, which I find hard to believe, uh, we've <laughs> given you a brief introduction at the start of the show. So uh, you might give uh, just give us a little bit more background on yourself first. Yeah. So first of all, thanks for having me on. This is a pleasure and uh, it's an honor. You know, so again, my name is Chris Strub. Uh, I am a 33-year-old social media marketer, speaker, adventurer, and mobile storyteller uh, based here in New York. I got my start uh, working in a newspaper uh, in upstate New York, up in Binghamton, where I went to college. Um, And so I come from a journalism background. Um, I've always loved identifying and sharing and telling stories. Um, And I thought growing up that it would be in more of a a textual format, right, as a a writer or an editor. Um, I did a lot of page design. but as the, the 2000s rolled on into the 2010s um, and social media really started, started to uh, become this all-encompassing thing in our lives, um, I really took hold of using social media to share stories for businesses. I got into working at an advertising agency and doing social media for a variety of different clients um, in Binghamton, uh, in New York. And... Uh, sort of realized one day that I had enough of the, the nine to five or really the eight to six in those days, that sort of world, and uh, said, screw it. You know, the, the potential here of using um, social media to share stories, I think, is much greater than what I'm doing here with this job. So let me go out and, and tell some stories of my own. And yada, 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 that led me to uh, South Carolina here in the States uh, and from South Carolina. I started uh, a 50-state, 100-day road trip. This was the summer of 2015. Uh, This was right when live streaming and Snapchat were becoming uh, Mm. sort of big things. Um, And so during that trip, I became the first person to use live streaming and Snapchat in all 50 U.S. states, uh, which I'm sure we can talk a bit about uh, a bit more about as well. But more importantly for me, uh, Alan, I used uh, these technologies to help amplify the stories of nonprofits around the country. And so it's been really, really fun the last few years to get a chance to speak. I've written a couple books. Uh, I've worked with some other big brands like Humana, um, the Salvation Army, and Big Brothers Big Sisters of America, um, and really been able to continue to uh, leverage uh, this incredible power of social media um, to share stories uh, to ultimately help make our country and make the world uh, a better place um, with my work. Yeah, it's amazing. And it is like, and I just like, like if you actually go to your website, which is, uh, what is it? It's Team Strub. Um, you can find out all the details there on it. And, you know, just even looking at the website, you have met so many people and you have just, it's 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 incredible. And like, I look at the, the whole idea of it and I sort of said to myself, Wow, that is so innovative just to be able to do that. And we, with the power of social media now, it has just, I suppose it's amplified it so much more, you know, in what we do and what we say. But like for, for what you did, it just shows the power of it and how you can utilize it as well. 
Yeah, you know, um, I use the often use the phrase, Alan, that that we are all famous to a few people, mm. right? And I credit that to my friend Joe Wilson. Um, I wear this shirt on stage. I have it on all my slides uh, when I present. Um, that it's all about perspective, right? That uh, you and I go walk through uh, Times Square. We go walk through uh, downtown Dublin, um, and quite frankly, the vast majority of uh, these, the, the bystanders, they won't, they won't know who we are. It's, it's mm. nothing against you or me. It's the idea that um, perspective is, is really, it's a drug, right? It, it, mm. It's the idea of thinking about uh, how our message can bring value to others and thinking about maximizing that value when we do have the opportunity to share our story. Um, that's really been the kicker for me over the last few years is, you know, when you get a chance to speak at an event, um, whether there's five people in the crowd or 5,000 people in a crowd, mm. the most important thing you can do is use your voice to try and electrify that crowd and bring energy to and, and inspire them and really inform and educate and uh, help them grow with what they're doing. So for me, that's how I kind of use social media too, is mm. I, I try and be your favorite person on social media at every juncture, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. My goal, my objective is I want to be your favorite person to connect with on this channel. And uh, it's, it's a tough job. <laughs> Nobody says it's easy, um, <laughs> but it's really, really w rewarding when you can have that sort of impact on somebody's life in a, in a good way. And I think a lot of businesses and I think a lot of, um, you know, per especially on personal, personal branding as well, is, is that they don't utilize it enough. Like that you see, like yourself, you're, you're, you're all over it and it's, and it's amazing. And it, you really get to know it. Like even like when we were doing, I was doing the research for this program and uh, for this podcast is, is that I was sort of looking at, I was saying, okay, right, I need to go and I need to find out a bit more about Chris. But it actually was so easy to do that because I was able to literally jump on, jump into your life as much as anything else. But I always felt, and I, and I have to admit it, like when, when I was watching the videos, I felt like you were talking to me. You weren't talking to everyone. And I think that's the key, especially when it comes to live video, that you connect with the person that you're, is actually listening to you on or watching you on the live video. And a lot of people miss out on that opportunity. Yeah, I think uh, any sort of, and thank you for those kind words, I think any sort of uh, successful social media strategy or even marketing strategy mm. starts with identifying exactly who your audience is, right? Who exactly are you trying to speak to with this message? And as you grow, you may be able, as you grow your brand, maybe you bring in other people to your team or mm. whatever, you may, you may be able to diversify and create uh, a, a series of messages or, or a variety of campaigns that speak to uh, different people in different ways. But it's very difficult to create sort of a unified message that speaks to uh, everybody, hmm. right? And when you try and speak to everybody, you're really not speaking to anybody. So for me, the simplest thing to do has been to focus on that person that is looking me in the eyes, right? Hmm. So uh, it's great to have a conversation here, of course, uh, on the podcast. But no matter what forum you're in, um, I always try and remember exactly who the audience is and what can I say to those people uh, that it's going to light up their day, mm. right? And for me, the, the brand is as simple as that, is I, I want to inspire, I want to help brighten your day, right? That's mm. the, the, the bright yellow colors of the brand. You know, I am here and the, the arms stretching out uh, for the logo, uh, the cover of the book is bright yellow, you know? So for me, I try and associate my brand with that happiness 
It's that energy, mm. that positivity. And it's really worked out well um, over the last few years by, by being consistent about it from mm. channel to channel. So what I want to talk about is, is this uh, 50 states in 100 days. You know, I'm sure you had seen so much and it's 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 just, it's, it's mind-blowing just to think about that alone. But I think... Um, you talked about it, you done it for a lot of non-profits and stuff like that and you worked with a lot of non-profits when you were doing it and looking at the videos and looking back through them and you can find all of these of course on your website and on social as well everywhere but I think I, I was very impressed and I, and I well I was when I, say, when I say I was impressed I don't think impressed was the right word I was very moved by you know the way that you worked with them like I seen you with you know cooking with particular cooking with particular groups and yeah. And you were, you know, you were dancing with others and stuff. So you really integrated. It wasn't just a, okay, right, we're going to this non we're going to this and or charity or organization and we're just going to take a video and then we're going to shoot it off in the car and it doesn't look. You actually got deep into and found out about them, which I thought was fantastic. So you might tell us um, a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, for better or for worse, um, I'm very, uh, I'm an all-in kind of guy, mm. Alan. So uh, when I'm... Uh, creating, let's say, a presentation. Like I, I spoke a couple weeks ago in the United Kingdom. Uh, it was my first international uh, speaking engagement, which was awesome. Um, I mean, I spent the, the full week trying to customize and identify exactly how I can deliver the perfect message to that UK mm. uh, audience of marketers, right? So it was marketed.live was the, the, um, the conference. So I knew I was speaking to marketers, so I had to speak directly to that audience, Right. It was the same model during 50 states, 100 days, for, again, for better or for worse, that uh, when I got to Colorado or Alaska or Montana or whatever the state was, I am fully immersed in this conversation mm. that is there in front of me, right? Like, I, I will give you everything that I've got uh, for the time that we have together. And I think that's uh, the hallmark of, of, you know, any sort of good business or any sort of uh, good entrepreneur is that they'll they'll offer you your, their full undivided attention, you know? So for me, it was super cool to be there in person. And that idea of being there again in the flesh, right? I am here. It's not, I am, mm. uh, it's not, I am in my office and you're over there. It's, I am here with you, yeah. you know, or I am here with the audience or I am here with your listeners. Um, that by keeping the focus again on who the audience is and how we can deliver the most value to them. Um, it's been both a successful business strategy and it really helped. Uh, and I appreciate the kind words about the focus that we brought to all of the different nonprofits from, from state to state. Mm, Cause I, I work with a, we work, a, I, I have, I'm involved with a charity radio station, which broadcasts it's, it's an online radio station, but like that it's, it's about the charities. It's supporting the charities here in Ireland where we would give them the platform either to come on and talk about their charities or to promote whatever the events that they have. So I can see that and that's where I was very interested to talk to you about and how the concept came up about, you know, more so about the, I know the 50 states and obviously the 100 days and that was that was a challenge in itself, but where does the concept come up with regards to the non-profits and bringing them into the, the whole fold of this? You know, for me, and I mentioned a bit about my journalism background, mm. uh, I'm always uh, fond of identifying and helping surface stories uh, and uh, especially surfacing stories of uh, those who may not 
be terribly comfortable sharing their own stories, mm. right? So for me, thinking deeply, uh, you know, over a lot of, uh, you know, lonely nights <laughs> with an adult beverage, uh, <laughs> you know, back in, uh, you know, my, my late 20s there, um, it was, what is the coolest possible story that I can tell? You know, what, wh- how, do I want it, how do I want to be remembered when I die? Mm. I know that sounds grotesque to, to think about, but, uh, but you know, is, I never take, I never truth, take tomorrow yeah. for granted. Yeah. But, you know, when you think about uh, what you love to do, and I love to travel, and I love to tell stories using social mm. media, um, the best stories that I could think of are those stories that are uh, oftentimes locked away in the hallways or in the boardrooms of uh, a boys and girls club somewhere or mm. of a YMCA. And that's that's the message that I'd love to share forward um, to the team at the, the charity radio station and, and other charities that might be listening to this, right? Is a lot of people think that, uh, you know, again, we live in the attention economy that we're, you know, even even listening to a podcast or listening to a radio station that, that has the word charity in it, okay, this is charitable. This isn't uh, something that necessarily excites me or gets me going. This is something that I feel I need to do as part mm. of my civic responsibility. So I always encourage nonprofits to think about the the thread that makes them so excited to come to work every day yeah. or it makes your volunteers so excited to be there. What is it that moves you to tears? What is it that inspires you to want to come into work every single day? What is What is the part of the experience? What is the magical moment that you can make happen, that you do make happen through your work that would inspire other people to want to participate, to want to donate, to want to volunteer, right? So you have to, you have to always remember that your, your charity is not competing necessarily with other charities. Your, your charity is competing with everything else out there in the world that is competing for your attention. Yeah. What is the single most exciting and energizing and inspiring thing about your organization and take that and take a microscope and zoom in on that and make that the centerpiece of your entire marketing strategy. When you tell mm. stories in your elevator pitch, when you go up on stage, what is it that lights your brain on fire when you can talk about it from your charity's perspective? That to me uh, has been the fun part of working with all of these different organizations and inspiring them to use live video, use Instagram, use Twitter. Because if you're, if you're lighting that fire under people on a consistent basis, you're bound to succeed. And mm. if you can't light that fire this is a bigger than social media conversation. You really have to think back about why you're involved with this organization in the first place. Start there. And then when you have that idea in mind, then you want to start with your, your social media uh, approach. Yeah, and it is. And it's true. And, and, like, and, it's, and I, I agree totally with what you're saying. But I also see as well where, you know, the, like we've I've worked with charities before and I've, I've you know, I've dealt with them on, on the radio station and stuff like that. But also it's when you meet the people that are, are that are involved in this and you just say to yourself, you know, what am I worrying about? Look at these guys. Look at how much they do and look at what they do. And these people never get seen. And I'm not talking about like just the the, the CEOs and the people. I'm talking about the people that are on the ground that come in, give their time, that actually, you know, take the time out of their day to go and do this and volunteer. And, and in every shape and form, not just directly, but indirectly, like what we do, in a sense, like we work with the radio station, right? I don't have time to go out and 
and you know and do soup runs and stuff like that but where I can do and what my forte is is I'm able to present a radio show so I can then highlight that and I can highlight that charity with, with my skills and likewise you're the I think you're in a similar situation where you have you know the social media experience you have the live videos you have all that behind you so to be able to bring that to the forefront of people's minds and then it also helps and helps everybody along the way you know we talk about using social media as a means to earn let's talk from a traditional business perspective mm. right the the no like and trust factor mm. right no like and trust and mark schaefer who is a brilliant author and speaker oh, uh, here in the states fabulous so so his book known you know, the, the, the basic idea is, well, before you can get into, before we can talk about whether or not, you know, Alan's podcast is uh, the, the greatest thing ever, whatever, you have to know yeah. that Alan does a podcast or that Alan does this, this mm. radio show, right? So y- you have to always start there. And you, of course, you also want to remember to be humble and recognize that that no like and trust factor is always starting over when you're meeting and encountering new people. So the idea for uh, nonprofits, for charities, is as you were just talking about, when you meet the people, when you see the people, then you realize oh man, look at how much they do. But it starts with when you see the people yeah. and you can't see the people if you're not using the social media channels the yeah. way that your competitors, and when I say competitors, remember, I don't mean the other charities up the no, block. No, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean the television station. I mean the radio station. I, I mean uh, the, the Coca-Cola and Pepsi and all of these different other things that are competing for your attention. How can you get into that arena? Because once you are known as a nonprofit, that like and trust comes very, very quickly because of the nature of your business and mm. the nature of your work. But it, the, the challenge for nonprofits has been getting known to begin with, yeah. right? Then the liking and the trusting tends to come easily once you do get that name out there. Yeah, and as as, Mar- as, as Mark Schaefer even says, the difference between it's the difference between known, being known and being famous. And being known is more important than being famous because the famous is only going to last a couple of years, whereas if you're known, you will be known for your lifetime. You will be known for what you do and stuff like that. And, that, and I totally agree, and I see exactly where you're coming from. With regards to, and I wanted to talk more about, say, say the highlights. What were your, what were your big highlights from, uh, from, from doing this fifty states? Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm sure you have. There's uh, probably there's loads of yeah. them, but is there one that actually stands out? Yeah, I mean, I, I often tell the story of Abby, um, the six year old girl that I met in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Which, if you're in Ireland, it's just like throw a dart at the middle of the country, move it a little <laughs> bit to the left, and you're in Cheyenne, Wyoming, one of the big squares out in the western half of the states. Um, you know, it's my favorite story to tell from the book that, uh, you know, I, I was doing an interview, as I often did with, with some of the adults, and I was getting ready to wrap up, and there was a knock on the door, and I'm like, oh, well, what's up? And somebody said uh, to me, hey, Chris, uh, Abby has requested your presence. Uh, please do not leave the premises without speaking to Abby. And I'm like, who the heck? I'm like, okay, but I'm like, who the heck is Abby? Like, what is mm. this? What is this? Is, is she like the board chair or something? Like, is she the CEO? Like, what's what's going on? So I wrap up the interview with the the you know the the two adults there, and I get ready to leave, and someone comes up to me again and goes, "Chris, did you see Abby yet?" And I'm like, "Oh shoot, no!" And they're like, "Come on!" So they they lead me down the hallway, they bring me down outside, open the door, and there's a picnic table there, and there's this girl sitting there, not facing me, so she's facing away, so I don't see her right away, mm. but her hair is just blowing in the wind, Alan. And I'm like, oh, so this, so this is Abby. And 
as I tell the story, I, I tell the same story in the in the uh, Fifty States Hundred Days of the film as well. That it was like seeing Bill Gates, mm. you know, there sitting at, at like a, a, a the CEO table. Yeah. Right. That she just had this composure and had this this essence about her at six years old. Wow. Right. That she is just the, the most powerful figure in this whole organization. And so I sat down with her. Uh, she said, Chris, you know, before you left, I, I love seeing you speak to the crowd, but I wanted to ask you a few questions before you left. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, my goodness gracious. Like, this is unbelievable. This is a six year old girl who has mm -hmm. just taken the bull by the horns, literally saying, like, this dude's not leaving until I get a chance to speak to him personally. And so um, she told me how she wants to be the first girl president. Uh, she wants to climb all the highest mountains. Uh, she wants to help people. And uh, she wants to do amazing things. And uh, I just, it blew me away. Yeah. It blew me away. I'm like, I've been driving around the country. I've done like 7,000 miles already. I'm like halfway through this trip. This is why I'm doing this. Yeah. This is yeah. why I'm here. That's this the is the story I'm yeah. going to tell to Alan in three years, you know, on the Compass Media podcast. Uh, and I'm going to tell this story for the rest of my life, uh, for generations and generations, because it's about that power of one story, mm. right? Mm. And I tell the story of Abby over and over and over again because it's about that one individual yeah. who wants to take charge, who's willing to step up and really be assertive about what she's looking for and what she wants to do with her goals. And uh, I can't wait to be an old man here in the States someday and to be, and able to tell be that story, helping, yeah. helping lead, not just telling the story, Alan, but I'd love to, I hope I got my fingers crossed here on the video that you guys can't see, uh, to be involved with her campaign someday Amazing. You know, when she is oh, running yeah. for president, oh, yes. you know, and I'll be up there on stage rooting her on, you yeah. know, I get tears in my eyes just thinking about it, Alan, because, yeah. um, there I'm, are so you, many you have me nearly, out there. I would say you have me nearly in tears here thinking about, and I just think, but it's, what, you know, that it, it that's why we it's, do what we do. That's why we we are who we are. That we, you know, we get that and we see that. And when you see a six-year-old child that has that drive and that enthusiasm, you just go to yourself, this is why I do this. You know, and, and I re I just think it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's the quintessential uh, American story, mm, you know, mm. that uh, for, Abby, for every Abby that I had a conversation with, there are hundreds of thousands yeah. more out there. And I, my only hope, Alan, is that by using social media the way that I do, right? And I, I'm not a terribly successful businessman. You know, I'll, I'll admit, I, I will admit that, right? But for me, it's about the compassion. It's about the power of the story, mm. the energy that if one person listens to this podcast or listens to this on charity radio and they feel moved and they feel compelled by the stories that, that we're telling here today, then I've succeeded. Yes. Right. Totally. And, and the hope in using social media is to be able to multiply that uh, momentum and be able to get this sort of story out to as many people as possible. Remember that for every Abby out there, there are so many more incredible stories. And uh, I'm just really, really grateful to be in a position to uh, share these stories um, and also encourage organizations to continue uh, to use their voices to bring forth uh, the stories within their own organizations as well. Yeah, and it is. It's it's fantastic to be able to to be able to do that as well. Um, you know, I I, I look at it and I, I think like that's a, that's such an inspiring story to hear as much as anything. And we talk about Instagram, we talk about Facebook, we talk about all this live, all the the live video platforms. And you know, 
we've seen such a an increase in what people are doing now with regards to live videos and live stories. Like I think it was somewhere. I think I, I, Madeline Scalar was on the podcast with us a couple of weeks ago talking about her video, like a rock star, and she was saying that eighty percent of all video on Facebook will it is going to be it's going to be in the next two to three years. That's what it's going to be is eighty percent of it. And I go, yeah. that's incredible when you think about it. How 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 quickly we've come so in, in such a short space of time we've i've talked about live video before on this uh, on the podcast as well with the types of say madeline and ian anderson gray and people like that but I, i'd love to know your take on what are the best what would you say are the best practices for say the types of say instagram stories and people and things like that sure so i love um first of all madeline is great and her courses are great so if you listen to that podcast um she is just wonderful and a good friend of mine i'm excited to be back on her twitter chat in a couple weeks twitter smarter on Thursday afternoons here in the States, evenings over in Ireland. Um, you know, I love the idea that my friend uh, Chelsea Pites puts forward about uh, having a camera first strategy, right? That there are a million different ways that uh, you as a personal brand or for your business or your nonprofit can use Instagram stories um, to bring forth value using text or uh, using GIFs and using all the different tools that are mm. within there. But what's most important is being willing and being able to show your face and being able to have conversations with people. Um, again, this all ties back to that no like, and trust factor where think about how you're actually going to do business with people uh, when you do meet them or think about the interactions that you're going to have when you meet up with people um, at a conference, something like that. They're going to immediately know you because they've seen your face. They've seen your your conversations. They've seen the way that you react to things. They've seen you on good days and bad days. And so uh, for me and for some of the other folks that you've mentioned, uh, the reason that we look up to these guys is because they're not shy to put themselves out there on camera. Um, you know, I haven't taken Madeline's class, but uh, I know that in my Facebook group, socialwithstrub.com, uh, we do work pretty carefully on trying to get people more comfortable using video and showing themselves on video and, and talking on video um, because of exactly what you just said, that in the next couple of years, all, pretty much all of social media is going to be video first. Um, and it's really, really important for you uh, to become a content creator and not be shy about uh, putting yourself out there. Uh, again, the camera seems to intimidate people for some reason, um, you know, but I'm just using a simple microphone and, you know, my iPhone here to have this conversation and our, our videos look great, mm. you know? So, uh, you know, you just have to, you know, be yourself as my friend Brian Fanzo would say. Uh, just remember that exactly who you are online is, should be who you are offline exactly, and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. There shouldn't be a big difference. And that starts, I think, with uh, that camera first approach that, that Chelsea talks about so well in, in her book. Yeah, and I agree with that. And I, it says, it's guys, it's only just as you're saying that about, you know, about, you know, the way, as Brian says, you know, always be camera, be, you know, be yourself on and off camera. But, and it, it brings me back, it was just something that I thought about there. Um, Ted Rubens was on the podcast a couple of, uh, out back early last year, and we were actually talking about, you know, about connecting and that return on relationship and all that what he goes what he talks about but he mentioned as well that with regards to videos and stuff like that where you actually can see if you know if we connected today and we're here talking and whatever and that's granted we're building up a relationship here and we're talking right 
Now, I may not see you for six months or whatever, but when I do see you in six months, if I'm watching what videos you're doing and I'm seeing what, what's going on in your life, I'm still able to have that conversation as though it's only tomorrow with you. So I think that it's very important. I that, love that. You know, that it's, it's, it's been able to keep an eye on, like uh, Ted has, he gave us a testimonial oh, a couple of months back and that's what he's saying. He says, Alan looks at people in the eye digitally. He actually, rem- he can see what's going on. He knows what's going on in people's lives. He can see it because he's, he's constantly watching. And I think in business, for, for businesses and for personal brands and for nonprofits who are doing that, I think that's so important because it means that you're following a journey and you're also, it's, it's also amplifying your message as much as anything else. I am a huge Ted Rubin fan. And what you might not know that I'm here in Huntington, uh, that Ted Rubin actually lived in Huntington for quite a while. <laughs> and my first time meeting Ted Rubin uh, was actually in person at his house here in Huntington. Like I saw that he was here. Um, I was in town. I sent him a tweet. And wouldn't you know, Ted Rubin sent me a message back, basically inviting me over to his front porch uh, to have a couple beers with him. And I went over to his house and I got to chat one-on-one with Ted Mm. Rubin, you know, at his home. Uh, And what really blew me away and what actually inspired me to get my book published was that he went into his house, pulled out a, a little hard copy of Return on Relationship, he signed it over to me and uh, he handed me the book and said, Chris, enjoy this. You know, let me know what you think. Yeah. I mean, that was unbelievable. That's Ted Rubin, <laughs> one of the world's <laughs> leading CMOs, speaks on stages all around the world for decades now. He's just one of the most impactful and uh, just smartest, nicest guys you'll ever meet. Taking the time to meet with with a kid uh, one-on-one yeah. at his house, yeah. you know, on a Sunday night. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, and it, re- you know, moments like that matters so much because again, we live in this world where there are so many different voices, so many different faces coming in and out on a regular basis. I think you said it perfectly that, uh, the next time I see Ted, you know, and I- I've had a chance to see him a few times here in the States. Um, it will be like, we saw each other yesterday, yeah. you know? So I love that disambiguation of the, the, the calendar and thinking about the way that time works and how, you know, mm. the, when, when you and I do meet, it won't be tomorrow. No. But I'm sure that it will be as if we had this conversation yesterday. Exactly. I, abs- I I haven't heard that take on it before, but I love it. Yeah, and I totally agree. Like it was gaslighting because like that, I had met Ted here in Dublin. He was talking at a conference here, and I had followed him for for a long time. And he was, uh, he was, you know, I would, I thought he was, you know, this guy is great, and I wanted to meet him. And we went, I purposely went to the conference because he was talking at it and whatever. So the first day we were there was a three day conference, and the first day, and I'm standing there, and next thing he walks in the room, and he's standing behind me, and you know, one of those ones where you're a child and you say, I can't ask him for an interview, I can't ask him for a picture, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just turned, I went, you know what? I'm probably not going to get a chance again because I probably won't see him over the next two days. And I just turned to him and I actually asked him for a photograph. And he says, yeah. And he threw his arm around me and says, hi, Alan, how's it going? And it ended up, he stuck with, we sort of, we had seen him over the three days. And the last day we were actually sitting, uh, listening to another one of the keynote speakers. And the two of us were actually standing at the back, shooting the breeze, having a good bit of fun and whatever. And I just said, it, that's what made it so personal. And that's what sort of that's what he builds his brand on. But it's as as you as I said, it's that whole idea of I know exactly what you are doing over the next two or three months by watching you and you're watching me. And I think if a brands and companies and people who are doing these live videos, if they start doing that and become real and become that person, I think it's going to help so much with everything that they do. 
It personalizes yeah. the brand, really. Yeah. You know? I mean, again, this is this is big picture thinking on influencer marketing and stuff mm. too, right? That a lot of brands say like, oh, well, we can't do that because we're a brand. We're not people. Well, you are people, yeah. right? So how can you equip your people with these tools? How can you identify who the people are within your, your organization already? And if not, how can you call someone like Ted or Chris Strub or, you know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there that would love to be an ambassador for your brand, no matter what it is, you know, so... You know, that's why I, I, I was so fortunate to work with the Salvation Army last year that I got to be kind of a face of the organization, which was such a special opportunity um, to be able to go around and travel uh, around the States again last November and December with the Fight for Good tour. But um, it's because people like connecting with people, right? And through social media, we're able to do that at scale now. And it's, it's really, really special to be able to see um, how some brands and really some personal brands like Ted have been able to take off and succeed with that um, at scale as well. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's, it goes back to the old story. I use the, I use the saying, as a good friend of mine says, a Howard Hughes, he always says, you know, geography is now history because we can be anywhere in this world that we want, whereas maybe 20 years ago, you couldn't do that. Whereas now you have that ability that you can be like, we're sitting here talking, I'm sitting here in Dublin, you're sitting in New York like years ago it wouldn't you would have never even thought about doing something like this but whereas now we have the ability to do it and we have that that ability to connect with others and you know I always say it at the end of every computer there's a person no matter where you are in this world there's a person at the end of that computer and there's someone going to talk to you well I mean this has been delightful connecting with you at the end of your computer and at the end of uh, my, my iPhone here uh, from the states again I think sometimes we do get caught up in uh, the, the vanity metrics and the numbers and stuff and we forget how special it is to be able to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation and that's the exact story you just told with, with Ted as well I could tell I could tell a hundred stories about mm. all the different people that I've met uh, and how I too was was too shy at the first social media conference I went to in Atlanta in 2014 to speak to Brian Kramer, uh, who I just adore and look up to. Um, and uh, I came full circle. And earlier this year, I got a chance to meet Brian Kramer. And I'm like, you know what, BK? I am no longer too shy to say hello to you. And, you know, we had drinks and everything up in, in Lima, Ohio. It was a ton of fun. Um, but I would encourage all your listeners when you go to a conference, when you go to an event or whatever, um, to, to heed Alan's advice and just go up and, uh, you know, say hello. You know, mm. that almost every single person that you'll meet that are the big time speakers or whatever, whatever you think about them, forget about that perception. We're all just people. You know, exactly. and the, the, the worst exactly. thing that someone could say about me is that I'm not approachable. You know, I, I would love, love, love at any conference, if you see me or anywhere, to come up and, you know, just put your arm around me, give me a hug, you know, give me a high five. Uh, mm. Maybe say hello and then put your arm around me. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. don't just sneak up behind me and just put your reach arm around me. That yeah. might be creepy. So, who's he? Who's, who's, who is this yeah, person? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I probably won't swing around and hit you, but, you know, hello is always a good way to start. Yeah, it always helps. It does help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chris, it's, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, sitting and talking with you. And, uh, you know, I just think what you've done and what you're doing and what you're you're going to do i'm sure you have so many um more adventures to come along the way and I, we look forward to seeing them um how can people find you and reach out to you if they want to get in contact with you great yeah uh, i'm on all different social media channels uh at chris strub uh, like we talked about i'm very active on instagram and on twitter uh and if you want to know more about me get a copy of my book get a uh, sign up for my courses or anything, uh, all of my background, or, or watch a bunch of videos, and you'll, we'll, we'll be best friends by the end of the day. <laughs> you go to teamstrub.com, and there's 
literally probably thousands of videos of me out there to uh, to check out. So thank you so much for for having me on. This has been such a pleasure and such a joy and and. It's great to hear we have so many friends in common, too. I got to text Ted Rubin after this. Oh, yeah. so, uh, his ears must be ringing. Uh, always great to be able to talk about some of our friends in the industry as well. Yeah, no, no, it is. And it is, as I said, the, the book is 50 States, 100 Days, uh, the book. And uh, you, Chris, it's just been an absolute pleasure. We wish you continued success in the future. And it was a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, thanks for coming today on the podcast. I really, really enjoyed that. Thank you. Love it, man. I will see you tomorrow so to speak love it i love that love love it love it it. all right remember now you have to start using my my hashtag be social because that's what it is (laughs) hashtag hashtag, i I gotta get it on the wristband too i got the fans on wristband yeah yeah, i have to i'll have to get the mail be social i love it (laughs) okay chris thanks so much for coming on and i'll talk to you soon bye-bye see ya My thanks to Chris for coming on the podcast today and sharing with us some fantastic insights into live streaming and telling us all about that. Some of his adventures from his book from 50 States, 100 Days. And don't forget, if you do want to buy the book, you can find it on Amazon and all good booksellers as well. And if you want to connect with Chris, you can visit his website at teamstrub.com where you can follow him on all these social media networks as well from Facebook to uh, Instagram to LinkedIn and to Twitter as well all you have to do is search for Chris Strub that's the easiest way to connect with him so once again my thanks to Chris for coming on the podcast today and sharing with us some fantastic insights and if you'd like to listen to any of our previous podcasts, you can log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash podcasts. And all of our podcasts are available on Mixcloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts as well. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a rating and review, as we are always thrilled to receive your feedback on any of the podcasts. And you can also subscribe to the Social Media Talks podcast there so you never miss an episode. And if you'd like the show notes for this episode or for any of the previous episodes, you can log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash show notes. And if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please do get a contact with us. All you have to do is email us at smtalks at compassmedia.ie. And if you'd like to find out a bit more about the services that Compass Media provide from social media marketing, management and training, and also podcast services, visit our website at www.compassmedia.ie. You can also reach out and connect with me on all of the social media networks, from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram to Inst to LinkedIn as well. All you have to do is search for Alan Hennessy or for Compass Media. And the Social Media Talks podcast is sponsored by Content Cal, saving time and creating better social media content. Join thousands of businesses and agencies using Content Cal to build an effective social media presence. No more stress, just awesome content. For more details on Content Cal, visit their website at contentcal.io beautifully simple social media software 
that's about my lot for today so on the next time to see you have a great week and as I always say be social on the next time talk to you soon bye bye Social Media Talks podcast is a production from compassmedia.ie